you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals, then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, we speak to professional dancer Jamie Kritzis. We talk about his career, which has been over a decade as a professional dancer. We speak about dancers' wages and how they should get treated. We also talk about his journey on becoming a qualified stuntman. So here is the one and only Jamie Kritzis. So how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. What have you been up to today? Um, Today uh, has been, uh, I went for a dive medical, so I have to go, there's a hyperbaric chamber down the road, um, and they give me the okay that I'm fit to dive. Dive is in scuba diving. I was thinking, dive off what? As in dive, <laughs> dive. Yeah. What do you mean dive? Yeah. So, a scuba medical. So Yeah, basically. So, I'm, at the minute, I'm in the process of um, doing uh, a bunch of skills. One of them is uh, Paddy Dive Master. So, that is um, like the first level professional Paddy license. Um, so, for that, annually, you have to have a medical to say that you're fit to dive. They just test all your body responses, your hearing, your eyesight. Uh, lung capacity, so everything. Are you getting your qualification to dive, or have you already got it? I've already got my qualification. I'm getting my professional qualification to effectively teach diving. To teach diving? Yeah, it's like the low level teaching. I'm, I'll be allowed to do small amounts of teaching. Epic. Mm. So before we get into that, because that's a topic which is very interesting and I want to get into, mm. tell us a bit about yourself. So, <laughs> so self promotion. I know. Yeah, yeah. So a bit about myself. So um, I um, uh, have been a dancer for my whole life, pretty much. Uh, I started dancing when I was six. So my, my most of my adult life has been as a professional dancer. Um, I'm 36. Um, you well, never know. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. I've always been told I've got a face for radio. Um, basics um and yeah i've had a good healthy career as a dancer it's been a lot of fun so how did you how did you get you said you've been dancing your whole life how did you get into dance oh yeah good question um this is a long question i'm trying i tried to get down over the years so basically don't get down i know right it goes like this so my my um i'm one of six kids um yes parents yeah (laughs) no right yeah yeah, so I'm one of six kids. <laughs> so when we was younger, they were young when they had us, and, and we didn't have much money. And uh, uh, what we did have is some VHS videos that my dad had. My dad, when he was younger, uh, discovered that the way you get girls is you dance in the club. He's like, right. I mean, pretty he's, effective. Yeah, like, he's like, right, this is it. So I do the dancing in the club, and then I get girls. So he's like, right. So he studied these dance videos from the 80s, you know. So we had these surplus dance videos in our house. Like, um, <laughs> like... It's stay- the best thing ever. <laughs> like, staying alive and, and setting out fever and flash dance and, you know, all of these, you know, movies. Um, uh, and I used to watch them all the time. I'm like, God. And there was there was two movies in particular that um, caught my attention. They were called Breakdance um, 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, in America, I think they're called Breaking. So... I was like, Mum, I was six, I was like, Mum, I want to learn to walk up the wall uh, and dance on the ceiling and spin on my head, because this is the scene from the movie. Mm-hmm. And she was like, right, okay. So she took me to uh, a local um, dance school 
which is in the local church we went to um, on a you know on a Sunday, and I did some classes. And I, they, I remember they gave me a little penny sweep because I was watching. So I just watched, and they were like, "What do you think?" I was like, "Yeah, cool." So I did it, and then um, she was like, "Right, so what you know what do you reckon?" And eventually I was like, "Well." It's okay, but when am I going to learn to spin on my head? Um, and she was like, look, you've got to learn the basics first. And then after about six months, I started to realise that there was no spinning on the head happening at this class. And I sort of said to my mum again. So what, what did you do in this class? Oh, it was like, I think it was, I was six. So it was literally like you were going, <laughs> you were like starting off in a box and then you were coming out of the box and being a flower and then you were dying and going back into a box again. <laughs> Contemporary. Yeah, it was like, it was. A, I think it was a bit like that. It was, you know, it was like basic dancing for kids. And, and my mum said, look, six months later, she was like, look, there's not going to be any dancing. This isn't, there's nowhere locally. She was like, I don't drive. Um, there's nowhere I can take you locally that does that kind of dancing. We'd need to go into London. That's too far. So I was like, she was like, it's either this or nothing. So, I was like, right, okay, I've got a choice here. I can either give up or I can keep going. I thought, well, I haven't really got anything else to do or that I'm good at, so I just kept going with it. And I was like, I think I was like the only guy there. There might have been one other guy there at the time. Hence the so, successful reason of dancing <laughs> to yeah, get girls. Yeah, so at, like, at my worst, I was the second best guy. Yeah. You know, so I was like, well, this is pretty sweet. And I just kept on at it and kept going and then, you know, you realise that you're crap at everything else, and then you're like, well, maybe I could do this as a career. Then went to musical theatre college, and that was like a whole, that was the thing to do. Like, when I was younger, it was, there wasn't a college that could train in street dance or anything at the time that I knew about. There was this musical theatre college called um, Lane Theatre Arts, that I was like, right, well, that's where you go. So, sort of set me up to do musical theatre, which is, it's like a production line that kicks you into the West End uh-huh. at the end of it. So did my three years, and that was insane. Insane three years. Do so much growing up, I yeah, think. Because so, obviously Lanes is just outside of London, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah. so where are you from originally? So I'm from Crawley. From Crawley. Um, from Crawley which and there's is, no dancing Crawley. Uh, there's there's loads of dancing Crawley. Yeah, there's loads of dancing Crawley, but not what I wanted to do professionally. Um, but yeah, there's loads of dance schools, mm-hmm. and probably now there is, you know, yeah. like, dance has changed massively in the last 10 oh, years. Oh, 100%. It's like it's, you know, unrecognisable, really. So how old were you when you realised that you wanted to do this for a job? Um, I was probably about 12 when it got serious. Yeah, I started being good. We used to do these dance competitions. I started you went from the second best boy to the first best boy. I went from, exactly. <laughs> stepping my game up, well, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I started, like, winning these competitions I was like, all right cool you know and um so so yeah then then what was the question yeah yeah around then yeah so the, yeah that was kind of it I was, then in my mind I thought I was going to go back to something else um yeah and shall I just keep talking um well if you well, want to yeah so, I was around about 12 when I 12 to myself yeah, the, I could do this. And then, you know, slowly from then, 13, 14, 15, 16, I was like, right, okay, I, you really are pants at, at most other things. So, so and dance, you're, you're good at this. Like, dance yeah. is the way to go. It felt yeah. natural to you. Yeah, and if, did you, if I can do it, yeah. And did you, as you were, there wasn't many boys that dancing, did you get much stick for that growing up, like do you dancing? Know what, or? Do, do you know what? Weirdly, I didn't. Weirdly, because of, like, we had, we did these competitions and, and we had these, like, Occasionally, I was in like the local paper, and and you know, peers of mine would see this. I wasn't like um, someone that wasn't 
disliked at school, and and oddly, I know like if someone said, "Oh, I heard you dance," there'd always be someone else that would jump up and be like, "No, leave him alone. He's really good. Uh, He's got yeah. like there would always be someone, and and it just always happened like that." I remember there was one time when I was at school, and I had my ballet stuff, and I must have been about thirteen or something. I had my ballet stuff in my bag, and someone had stolen something, and they were going round, <laughs> checking everyone's bag in the classroom to see if they could find this thing. And it was coming round to me, and I was thinking, I've got the ballet tights and leotard. My job's in the the <laughs> yeah, yeah, in this bag, ballet <laughs> shoes. And like, you know, I was trying to keep this on the down low, and I was like, right, okay. I was like, to just slowly trying to get my stuff out of my bag and stuff it into my like, jacket, um, looking really guilty. <laughs> I've got a guilty face. Um, and then they luckily they, they sort of found what they were looking for before it comes to me. I remember thinking, God, that really swerved that one. Um, but I, uh, but by some miracle, um, some lucky things happened to me in my childhood. And I wasn't, I didn't really get my stick, but I know that the stick was there. I know the sting was there and I sort of kept it quiet. Um, you did a good job of concealing it. And I guess yeah. you had a support at home from your dad right away. So that's always a win. As yeah. a guy, if your dad, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So my dad was, my, my dad always let it happen. My dad really wanted me to do kung fu because he got into the kung fu flex, um, you know, around that sort of seventies time, um, and he was always really keen uh, on me doing that. And my mum, being against, being a conscientious objector, um, said no. <laughs> I could never do <laughs> anything. Not fighting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, she wouldn't let me do it. Um, so you're still kicking, just not, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. just not in an aggressive way. Yeah, just with a pointed foot. <laughs> nice and pulled up leg. Yeah, um, but like his family, like um, my dad's family, like had all pulled him aside and said, "Listen, you know, he's the dancing thing. You shouldn't let him do it. It's, you know, it's a bit of a gay thing. You shouldn't let kids do that. Um, you know, I think we should stop them." And my dad sort of went, "All right, cool. Yeah, I hear what you're saying." I supported you. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, hundred percent. And really, he didn't really have a say because my mum was the iron-fisted lady, and she was like, "This is what's happening." Women Suck are always the boss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no yeah, matter what, we, how much yeah. we deny yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so that's kind of how it went down. And did any of your siblings dance or perform? So we, or we all had a good crack at it. Yeah, we all had a good go. Um, yeah, and my 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 youngest sister um, uh, could have been a professional dancer. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. All of her like peers were professional dancers and did very well. Yeah, amazing. Um, so, so she could have been, but she was going into around that age, around sort of sixteen, seventeen. She was getting a bunch of injuries, and she was like, she was like, actually, do you know, it's not for me. It's too competitive, and I don't want to do it. But she could have done. It's definitely a difficult career to pursue, but mm. good choice. What does your sister do now? Um, she works for a company that does uh, the costumes um, for singers and for the the, the tv shows um uh, dancing on ice and um, so still creative strictly yeah so she's not a designer she just works in uh for one of the designers yeah okay. so occasionally kind of on, interlinks yeah she, occasionally yeah. she's on tv and she hates it yeah <laughs> then she shouldn't have done this yeah in the back <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah she yeah. shouldn't have done this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, epic. So then you went to Lanes when you were how old? Um, 17. 17. <laughs> I went when I was 17. I tried to go when I was 16 and they said, no, this boy is hasn't done all his growing yet. 
<laughs> and I said, I said, so give him a year, give him a year to do some more growing with this boy and turn him into a man, and then we'll take him in a year. So it happens occasionally. Betty Lane, when he's too some, small. When some of the boys, when some of the boys aren't quite men yet. <laughs> so I took a year out, I, I, I gained three inches. Oi, oi. <laughs> Don't we wish um, we all yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I mean, I turned up pretty much a boy, you know, um, and... Uh, yeah, and then and did did all my training. It was great. You know what? The the best, the biggest part of that whole thing uh, was actually being able to leave home. Yeah, being for me, be the, a grown up. Yeah, the biggest part of that growing up process is being uh, is leaving home for the first time and then going right. Well, this is how it works, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's your first bit of self independence. Isn't yeah, it? it's 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 huge part of life. Huge part of life. It's like amazing breakthrough. And um. What was it when you first went to Lanes? Did they do? I auditioned for Lanes when I was looking to go to colleges, and the first thing they did when I walked in the building was wave me. Really? <laughs> yeah. When was this? What year? I want to say two thousand and eight, maybe two thousand nine. Really? They weighed. They weighed you. They I weighed heard about me. them weighing the girls. And I was a bit chunky then, so I wasn't right. very happy with all that. Uh, yeah. And I was ugly, so I was like, "That's never gonna happen for me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weird. Some people have different experiences. You know. It, on different days doing different auditions you know it's I think that initial process in the in the audition um can really affect your choice on where you go oh it made me there was the first thing they did and for me it was a no-no yeah it's like yeah yeah and there was uh they had like third years walking us around and they were all dressed up fancy and they looked like glamour models right yeah but there was I remember there was this one guy being really rude to me and my best friend and I was just like this is a no for me yeah but obviously it wasn't you yeah, okay. <laughs> I actually went. I was what was called a semi-student, so uh, that meant that I, I went. So after the hours of, of the college, they'd have like a kids' club basically, uh, and I was I, I went there from the age of twelve to uh, like fifteen. Uh, so you already had a so uh, I, I insight sort of, to the building. Yeah, so I, 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 I sort of worked. knew a lot of the teachers, and and or they'd seen me, and and you know ex-students and stuff. So. Um, it it always felt like home to me. So did you enjoy college? Loved it, yeah. Probably yeah. wasn't, yeah, like loved it, like loved it. It was amazing. I was like, finally with like-minded people, um, you know, I didn't need to be embarrassed about my ballet tights in my bag. I could just be myself. And and, and also, I was dis- I'm dyslexic, so I found school and the way the schooling system worked for me um, quite difficult. So I always, stupid. yeah, I, I just, I just, just the whole setup. You know, you know now as an adult, you go, oh, well, that was wrong, that was wrong. I should, I should have done this. I should have said something. But I was just too embarrassed about how I could have been different that I kept quiet about it, and I didn't want anyone to know. Rather than being like this, really, this isn't working for me. But you know, everything in hindsight. So, um, so yeah, it was, but finally, I didn't have to, you know, do a written exam. I was like, this is sweet. I can put 100% energy into something physical and, and, and work on my body. It was just amazing. Yeah. Was, was there many guys then when you went there? There was, a, I think there was 13 guys in our year. Amazing. How many mm. girls? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, Lots. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, like, like 45, 50, something like that girls in the year. 
good ratio for you then. Yeah, it was a pretty, it was pretty good. Yeah. So when you told that to dad, he was like, good choice. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you didn't do Kung Fu yeah. now. Like, like so many things have happened in my career that m my dad and you know the male side of my family. Were like, yeah, you're having a good time, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're having yeah. a good time. It's good though, right? You're like. You're having a good time. And I'm like, yeah, I'm having a good yeah. time. With they're a like, wink. yeah, you are. They're saying it with a wink. Yeah, they're like, hey, but yeah. Making sure the women don't yeah. fuck what you're saying. Yeah, it's all good, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> look, giving you that look, like, you just know. You're getting, um, you're getting some, yeah? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and when you um, when you were in college, did you do, did you study just dance, or did you do musical theatre? Did you sing and act? Like, uh, what was your... Yeah, it's a, it's a musical theatre college, essentially, or, or it was then. So, it's, you know, they, they kind of, they have a dance department, but it was really um, hooked up. I think it, it's best um, packaged to go into musical theatre, which is what I did. And most people did that. And, and just to, you know, be in lessons with your mates. Yeah. Kind of why I did it. I was like, well, my mates are all doing musical theatre. I'll have a giggle, yeah. Um, so I just carried on with that. I mean, I was a horrendous singer um, uh, and, and and not a good actor, but I, I mean, my dancing was pretty strong for the time. <laughs> Win. <laughs> yeah, so not, yeah, not, it was quite, good. not quite a triple threat. <laughs> no, there's no. a threat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> not quite a triple threat. Um, yeah. And then what happened when you left college? Did you go straight into work? Did you move to London? So, <clears throat> leaving college, um, yeah, so I went, I went straight into a job, went to my, my one and only musical, so they really do set you up to go into musical. I remember when I was auditioning and I left, they were like, look, you know, we're going to get some commercial work coming in, we're really seeing the commercial side of things, uh, and don't worry, you know, you've not been getting any of these musical theatre auditions, we're really going to push you for that. Uh, and I was like, cool. And then I ended up getting um, Cats. So... I was like, sweet. So um, I took that's a great first job. Oh, oh, like <laughs> insane. That's a great first oh, job. insane. So I, I, it was in Germany. So it was in Stuttgart in Germany, um, and I was like, all right, cool. I'm going to be a cat for a year. Um, it's meant to be a great show. <laughs> I hadn't seen it, so I like, went and saw it, and I was like, right, okay. I didn't really particularly get into it, um, but I've been told that it's not the great show to watch, but to do is insane, and to do is insane. Insane show to do. And were you ensemble or? Uh, yeah, well, everyone in Cats gets to do a, something, you know. Everyone gets to do. Everyone gets to sing lines. Everyone gets to, to act. Everyone gets their own bit of, you know, spotlight. Um, and I was the the what are called the Siamese cats. So mm -hmm. uh, everyone goes, oh, they're my favourite cats. I'm like, no, 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 not the ones that do the cartwheels. They're like, oh, oh, okay. It's like the the two cats um, which look the same. as like, I don't remember them. It's like, cool, I was them. So they're <laughs> forgettable cats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they are pretty cool. So um, yeah, and their movement style. They're on the knees quite a lot, but their movement style is quite languid, um, quite um, expressive and slow. They're sort of like slow, like sloth cats almost yeah their movements like that so <laughs> do you know what I mean so, uh, so, so, I'm a sloth so everything's really slow and and um ah uh, what's the word like yeah <laughs> I can't no, think of the word I understand yeah I wish, you people, understand? I wish anyone listening could see your movement <laughs> see, see my movement, movement. Yeah. yeah yeah language is the best kind of way that I could describe um it yeah and it was cool do you know what's cool about it you get to put on all of this makeup and the wig and the costume and you look at yourself in the mirror at the end of it and you don't see yourself you can't see you in the mirror no you see something you're a, completely, a different. complete different identity yeah I could walk past you in the hallway as a cat you would not know as me but I think you're a cat you would just think I was just a weirdo in a full tight suit, yeah. 
with a fucking tail. <laughs> and you lived in Germany for a year. Uh, yeah, yeah. And the hardest part of that situation, so I knew I could dance the show, um, but we had to learn the German. We had six weeks rehearsal, um, and I would go into rehearsal in the day um, with the resident, and we would learn all this stuff, and I would not think about it at all. Uh, in the evening, I would go home and I would listen to my phonetics tapes and go over and over and over and repeat and repeat and repeat. I would have it uh, on cassette tape uh, and I would um, play it when it went to bed and then it would play the other way because back in the day you had to take it out and turn it round. <laughs> <laughs> so it would play back the other way. So it would play this on loop all through the night yeah. my phonetic tapes of how to sing the songs. Uh, and I did that and I managed to, you had six weeks, I managed to learn the whole show in three weeks. Um, but and in German? In German, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, and for someone who's dyslexic, it was tough. It was oh, it, that's I, dysle dyslexic or not? <laughs> yeah. it was the it was the it's hardest. Hard it was the hardest thing I ever did. And there was a stipulation in the contract that said, you know, we we've got three months to fire you, basically. And being fresh out of college, I took that like I'm going to get fired. I'm going to lose this job. So um, I I I just concentrated on learning it. But the the choreographer was so pissed off at me. Because I did, had no idea what we did the day before in rehearsal. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. In German all night. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't care about the dancing. I was like, I'm not practicing that. The dancing will be fine. She was all annoyed when she said, go from these positions. And I'd be like, I don't fucking know. I don't even remember any of this. <laughs> so yeah, that was, it was the best fun. And, and, and the best part of it um, was you get to scare people. So you know those rides that are, are popular nowadays yeah. where you go where people scare you? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, for parts of it you get to jump out at people in the audience and I sort of like changed my track slightly so I went out into the audience a bit more and you know, scared oh, people I also got to um, cover um, stuff release so I <laughs> forgot about that <laughs> so I got to do like a nine minute solo and Epic. for someone who's you know 20 that's pretty cool yeah that's that brilliant yeah. yeah that was cool so you enjoyed Germany ah oh, yeah like for the first time you're now earning money doing something I mean straight out of college any money is good money yeah right yeah and I was probably on the worst money in the company, but they look after you in Germany. They have a really good sell. I've been told that. Everyone oh, always says, it's if unreal. you do a musical, go to Germany. You, you almost want to go to Germany, break your leg, and just see what happens, because you're, it's just unreal. The way they fix people is just unreal. Like, I hear they put you in accommodation, they pay your food. Get blowies in the waiting room. <laughs> 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 no, they, they really do look after you. Like, I went into a, a, an empty, you know, because you have to have health insurance, and... and um, for some reason, I managed to get a better health insurance because I was younger or something like that, or because I earned so much. Um, and I had a situation where I sprained my ankle um, and in the show. And literally, they went in, they gave me the x-rays, and they gave me the crutches, and they gave me the medication, and they signed me off from work, and they said, right, this is what you're going to be doing for the next two weeks. So I'm off two weeks. So you're going to be doing, every day, you're going to be going to see this different people. So much ultrasound, so much physiotherapy, blah, blah, blah. Within a week, I was pretty much good to go back in the show. But I was and like, it's all paid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all completely paid. That's yeah. incredible. But I was like, cool. So I just had the extra week off, which was... which That extra week is really the week that no, no dancer ever takes. But you really should. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, that that's important. And for it to be gone. Were you still getting a performance wage? Or were they putting you on, like, a half wage? No, or? no, no. You were, on, you were on the same amount of money. Even though you were yeah. doing no And show. all of this stuff is free. And literally, you don't... There's no, there's no waiting time. They literally just fix you. They give you everything you want. And I'm like, this is... I don't pay for any of this. I know. It's all just... The, you have a card. They scan it. And that's it. Note to anyone wanting to be a musical theatre. 
Go to Germany. Go to Germany. Learn yeah. German. Yeah, yeah. Learn <laughs> German, yeah. It, it really... don't, don't be a sucker and struggle in the UK. Yeah, I'm, you know, there's a problem. <laughs> I'm sure there's, problems. there's a, many there's, positives. There's pros, but... and, there's pros and cons. But do you know what? I just think for anyone, anywhere, um, you know, going and living life in, in another country and seeing the way their system works, because when first thing about leaving home was I realised there was a system, you know, yeah. that everyone's in, you know, this conveyor belt production line of stuff. Um, and going in and living in someone else's system is such a great experience for the for the mind, you know, for to see how else it can be done. And, and in general, they do some terrific stuff. They have some really good systems. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. Um, yeah. So yeah, like go go spend a year, it, you know, if you can, in any country. I think. It's awesome. What happened after cats? Right. So cats. And I came back. <laughs> I came back and I remember really clearly the last. Do you, do you remember like your last audition you did? Yeah. Yeah. That, this is my last like musical theatre audition. It was for Fame, and I want to say it was for um, Hipparadian, um, and it was I was singing. Then my agent got me audition, and then I was singing first. I hadn't danced. Um, and I remember thinking, why can I not dance first? Because this isn't because I can get through on dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and they were like, no, no, they said they've already done the dance and you missed it. So they're like, going to get you in the singing, but they know that you're a dancer. It's all right. But I went in there and I just felt from someone that feels confident in the dance position, you know, can, can you, everyone feels nervous, but can go, right, you can do this, you know, to just feeling the, so much fear in a singing audition, you know, and I just thought, cool, come on, you can do this. So I went in and I started singing. It was going, it was just horrendous. It was going so bad. And halfway through, I just started laughing. And they <laughs> were looking at me disgusted, shaking their head, thinking, who is this worthless person? And I just said, I think that's enough. <laughs> so you, you cut that, yourself. Yeah, I think that's enough, really. I think we've all, I think we've all, <laughs> this, this doesn't need to carry on any longer. I just sort of lost my heart halfway through the song. I thought, why am I even doing this? So I started laughing. I was like, I just, I'll, I thought about just walking out. I thought, no, no, I'll take my sheet music. I was like, I'll take this. Why? I never looked at it again. Uh, and then walked out uh, and thought, right, well, that's your wake-up moment. That's your rock bottom. Uh, don't be messing around at musical theatre auditions. Uh, so that was the last one I did. Even though I was offered a few after that, because um, choreographers are nice and they, they were like, oh, I can get you a job. Um, but I knew in, in my mind that it's not really what I wanted to do. And if I was to do it, you'd have to pay me. You're not head spinning on a ceiling really in many musicals. No, you're not. You're not exactly. <laughs> and by the way, I, I never could head spin. <laughs> really fucking hard. Really, really hard. hard. And yeah, and I just thought, you know, my dad, my granddad was bored, my dad's going bored. I said, like, I don't want to give it a head start that it doesn't need. And I you've need got a great set of hair. I know, you? because I've not been doing the head spinning. Yeah. Thank you. So, um, yeah, so, so that was kind of uh, my moment where I was like, right, this is, this is enough for me. So then you went into the commercial route straight away? Yeah, and then commercial, yeah. And then, you know, went, so moved back to London uh, and then went on unemployment benefit for, like, so I had nothing. You went on unemployment benefit? Yeah, like what job seekers are allowance, yeah. Amazing. So yeah, like, I, I've never <clears> heard any dancer, well, not that I know of, yeah. that I've ever had a conversation with, say that they've done that. Yeah, and yeah. I was always told to do it and I was like, they won't give it to me because I'm yeah. self-employed. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I think I'd done like, I think I'd done like a few months and I was like, right now I've spent all my money from Germany um, and I was waiting on some tax to come back. I sent my tax off, <laughs> um, but I didn't send it recorded because I was cheap um, and they lost it. <laughs> so <laughs> the way it works in Germany is you get thousands of pounds back while I never got anything back. <laughs> nice.
<laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. You know, you learn from the stupid mistakes. Um, yeah, so I was like, right, I'm out of money now. What can I do? And my rent wasn't expensive. I was, um, I wasn't paying a lot a month. Um, but so I just went in and thought, let me just try and see if I can um, get some money. Yeah, and I, like they, they gave me whatever they give you, like twenty pounds a week. And they, but on top of that, they gave me like. They paid my rent and they paid more money on top for like bills. I think I was getting like ninety-one pounds a week extra as well. So I was probably getting like a hundred pounds a week, which really took the sting out of well, being. I'm yeah. sure most dancers would never think to do that. Yeah, which really took the sting out of um out of that period where I was like, well, I'm gonna, you know, well, I can't afford to be here now. Yeah, can't afford so, rent, but yeah, like, exactly, essentially yeah. now rent is yeah. not a stress <clears throat> anymore. Yeah, exactly. So I did that. So that that did me. I did that twice in my life, and that did me three months. Three months, and then after those three months, I got a job. I was like, cool, sweet, started working. I was like, boom, boom, and I did probably like three months of work, and then you know you'd have like six weeks off, and then do I say three months? You know, like of solid work where I wasn't like, right, I'm, I've got no money again. Yeah, exactly. And then it would be break like that. It was a bit sporadic throughout the year. And I remember uh, probably about a year, maybe a year and a half later, I was in a situation where I was like, I've got nothing, I need to do it again. And then I did another three months. Um, and then <clears throat> that was the moment that I got Kylie. Wait, which was the <laughs> which was which was from then on I I never had to go on <laughs> so yeah, how, the, how old were you when you first got Kylie oh this was 2003 so I moved back in summer of 2001 I think or no 2002 summer of 2003 and this was um Autumn of 2003, yeah. So just over a year. Yeah, so in that time, yeah, so that would have been a year, just over a year, and I'd been on unemployment twice. And um, you were how old? Two separate times. Uh, I would have been 21, 22, like around about 23. 23 and booking Kylie. Yeah, Very yeah, exciting. it was good. So so the situation with that was um, I was I was on unemployment benefit, and um, a friend of my flatmate um, who was in musical theatre said a friend of his that was in musical theatre um, was going to a Kylie audition um, the next day. Um, and did I know about it? Because um, they were looking for Mediterranean-looking guys, um, and that's that's my sort of like brief, really, mm -hmm. for me. I'm Mediterranean-looking guy, so I was like, no, I didn't know about it. So the audition was I would have had to have gate crashed. It was at nine a.m. So I was meant to be going down to Crawley, where I was from, to I think do to teach that afternoon. So basically, what it meant um, is I would have had to have bought an expensive travel card in the morning that would have cost me like thirty quid rather than the cheap one in the afternoon that would have been yeah. 15 quid. So I had to make up this mind whether it was worth taking this £30 gamble to go to this audition um, where I'm more than likely to be turned away because I'm not down. I'm, yeah. I'm gate crashing. So I went in, I was the first one there, and I said, you know, oh, hi, um, Jamie Crucis. They looked down the list, they, you know, name wasn't there, and then wrote my name down and then said, yeah, you you know. And I was like, oh, my Go God, I'm going in, I'm going in, yeah. So... Um, you know when things just like work out, you know, yeah. like I am the luckiest motherfucker ever. So it was, that's what happened. Um, the choreographer they had in was Michael Rooney and, and he also had um, Rich and Tone from, from America. My heroes. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, he sort of set up the audition and they sort of contributed as well. Uh, and yeah. Such a random combination, it Michael Reed yeah. and Rich and Tone. Well, they, they had just worked on some MJ thing. I think Ghost, I think they just okay. worked on together. Uh, and, and Michael must have really liked it. So, um, yeah, we were doing Kylie's next 
album launch first single from Fever. So this was Body Language. Yeah. The single was called Slow. Um, so yeah, did the audition and it was pure technical because Mike was Rooney, technical. Mike was technical. Yeah, he's from like the you know theatre musical theatre. Yeah. So it was all me, and I was like, you had all these commercial dancers. Um, you know, which were fantastically talented people, but they they didn't know this. They hadn't been to musical theatre college. They couldn't do it. So, and I could, and I was like, oh my God, this is going so well. Oh my God, this is going really, oh really God. well. <laughs> so it did, and I was just like, oh my God, right, cool, I think I've got this. And and, and I stood out because I was young and hungry and, and, and technical, you know, I had yeah. like good technique, which stayed with me. Um, and... Yeah, and, and they picked out at the end, they were like, right, we're going to pick out 10 people. I was one of the 10 they picked out. Uh, and then they were going to pick out four from that 10 um, to stay now and start rehearsing this afternoon. <laughs> and I was one of the four. And literally, I was like, I, I was... A best council like, teaching. Like, I was like, right, cool. So I didn't have any money on my phone to phone my mates. So I was on a pay-as-you-go situation at the time and I was on unemployment benefit, I was on job seekers allowance. <laughs> so I literally had no money and I was like, I want to tell everyone the credit. <laughs> it's like, but I can't, it's like, I don't have any credit. Um, so And there's no social media then. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You least, can't just put out a tweet and everyone will know. Yeah, it. oh yeah, no, no, oh god, no, no, no. So, um, so I was like, right, okay, cool. So uh, I ended up going away and just starting rehearsals and then that was sort of the start of it. Once you, once you do, once you get a break like that, um, you know, everyone goes, oh, who's that? And then you get more breaks. And how long were you working with Kylie then? <laughs> well, I mean, I did everything she did for 10 years. So I did from 2000 and, um, uh, three. 2003, yes, 2000, well, not everything. The last tour I did was 2011, and then I did some more stuff between 2011 and 2013. Yeah. But it wasn't. The next tour she did after the 2011 one, I didn't do. And uh, I was invited to go to the audition, and I knew after this point, I was like, right, I'm done with this now. Uh, and I was invited, and I said, like, wait, wait a second, are you sure you want me there, or is this like a courtesy invite? Because, you know, she's had new management, she's changed a lot of her team, uh, and it's hard to change people. One thing you can definitely do is change the dancers. And uh, um, the agent said, yeah, that's the situation, but if the talent's not there, they're going to use our dancers. And I was like, hmm... I was like, I can't see it happening. So I was like, all right, cool. And anyway, literally the, the day before the audition, I got a message from the creative director and he said, just come out of a meeting with the management. It's not worth you coming. He said, they won't, won't take anyone that's danced for her before. They wanted a complete new look. Yeah, they want it. Yeah, which is, you know, yeah, fair. And I yeah. did 10 years. 10 need years a, is... Need a rebrand sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, like literally every tour I did, I was like, I can't believe they want me back. Like, I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, I fucked off so many people on that last one. <laughs> <laughs> so you were with Kylie for 10 years. 10 years, years. yeah, that's, yeah. That's very impressive. Good, yeah. And obviously that shows yeah. that you were doing something very right to be there for such a long period of yeah. time. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't really know, to be honest, how, how I did it. Do you know one of those things where you're like, I don't, I've got no idea how I was this lucky, but um, yeah, I, I managed to. What, get you, what were some of your favourite moments oh. to do with like that ten years? Surely so ten, ten got years got to be the most amazing yeah, experience. It was, and... it, 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 that was my life, you know, pretty much like that, and I did it with a bunch of other tours as well, but not the tours that that went to like South America. Asia, Australia, North America, you know, to do those tours, to play arenas in those kind of places is, 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 you know, there aren't many people in 
my generation of dancers that could say that they did that, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, super lucky. So, so <laughs> different different um, places for different things, you know. Some like uh, some there's a venue we did in in Sao Paulo, and it was it was it was a theatre, I think, actually, or like a small uh, arena. It's probably about four thousand people, something like that. One of the most electric nights of of my life it was unbelievable like literally you had everyone it's the first time she'd been there and you had the whole audience jumping for the whole show they're just jumping every song as soon as the intro came in they all sang yeah it went nuts and we we'd never seen anything like it it's one of the the best audience i've ever seen um and then also not with her but doing when i did the stadiums would take that yeah um uh their first one and so this is after what they're like 10, 15 year break and then coming back and hearing, you know, playing like the stadiums and, and hearing 50, 60, 70,000 screaming 30 year old women. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, oh I'm in the dream boys. I hear yeah. 300, I hear 300 no, screaming middle aged yeah. women and that's yeah. terrifying. So what? I can't imagine. It's, it's actually terrifying. It's terrifying. You're, you're not ready for it. And that was like a big whoa, that was a, that's a tick right there, you know, that was a tick of going, done. Yeah. <laughs> like, stadium done. It was, honestly, I was going like, stay, like I was clapping in one of the numbers, shaking, going, stay calm, stay <laughs> calm, just keep it cool. And yeah. there, are there any specific things whilst you're on the road with Kylie or Take That that you found particularly difficult? Because, you know, I feel like we all have these moments where, like, we look at this lifestyle in this career and especially what you achieved and what you did is like every dancer's dream completely but were there any moments where you're like oh all right this is actually really difficult or i struggle with this um maybe i mean there must be times where it's difficult do you know what do you know what's hard it is you're you're having the best time of your life you're eating the best food you've ever eaten you know you're you've not cleaned up after yourself <laughs> you know you haven't you know you haven't cleaned in in weeks because you just have someone else does it for you so you live in this life and you see people turning into brats you see people and and the sl- you're in everyone's pockets and you see the slightest thing annoying people and sometimes in those um intense environments you you do need a bit of space to kind of go like this isn't real yeah um and that's what can be hard because you'll go like, we're all fine. We're just in a toxic um, environment that's um, consuming and, and, and taking over. So that can kind of be hard. I'm trying to think of any other things where it can, it can be difficult. Because um, I, I, I've been on jobs also where you're with the same group of people for three, four months at a time. And it gets to a point where the small, like, you know, it's not that they're bad people, it's just you're around them all the time. Mm. So I completely understand and the little things and little habits begin mm. to frustrate yeah. you. But purely on the fact that, that they're not that they're bad people, it's mm. just that it's something that you're not used to used yeah. to, and you're around it all the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're now, you are now living, you've moved in with the people you're on tour with. And so here's something that I think I wish I knew whilst I was younger. Um, money. Whilst you're on tour, did you were you good with savings or did you live life like a rock star? Because I know from experience and from seeing my peers and my friends for quite a while when you're on tour and it's regular income from a dancer, we're very good at 
living like a rock star mm. and not mm. actually living sensibly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's easily done. And, I've, and the thing is, it's, it's tough with Kylie. So um, Kylie paid better than anyone else in the country for doing a tour. Um, and I don't know whether she still does, but she did, like mm -hmm. substantially more. Can I say what yeah, kind of, of yeah. say whatever So you basically, want, the, 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 the money situation being a commercial dancer is there's always a fight uh, about money, and we have certain rates, and they are static. Um, they, they're not static because they go down. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely um, don't, they go they down. Don't and stay if, where they are. Yeah, if, if they stayed where they were, we'd be in a good place <laughs> right yeah, now. Yeah, if they, they go down, uh, you know, on, on the, the condition of them possibly going up. But, you know, once they've gone down, that's where they are. That's just where they stay. And you never really get the opportunity to, to renegotiate. And when you do, it's just, no, you know, the money's been spent. So, um, but in Kylie, they gave you pay rises. I did one tour. First tour I did with them was 1,200. Next tour I did with them was 1,400. And the one after that was 1,500. Wow. A week. Yeah, that's, I mean, dancers don't really hear we got, that. We, we got, yeah, and, and I'm talking, I was doing these and tours. And you got PMs as yeah, well. Yeah, this is like last decade. This is when these tours were happening for me. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, PM, every day. Yeah, you got PMs every day. You got PMs in rehearsals. Yeah. Um, sometimes in rehearsals, we, one tour we got paid 50% in rehearsals of the, the fee. Uh, and another tour we got paid all of it in rehearsals. Uh, but I remember on the last tour we got paid 50% on the rehearsals. Everyone else, all the other departments, so that was wardrobe and production, got paid 75%. I remember thinking, we should just be the same. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, but, is it, but other than that, you know, you can't complain it's the best money you've ever earned. You, you can't not save money when you're on £1,500 a week. Yeah. You know, when you're on £800 a week, you can definitely wax that off. Yeah. You know, and when you're not getting per diems on top and when, you know, things are paid for, you, we got, we got, like, you were looked after, you know, you, you could get three meals a day, even on your day off, if you wanted, you could go into the... Like you, essentially, you could not spend a penny the whole time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you've got per diems, and normally they cater for you as well. Yeah, at some yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, 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 massively, yeah. Per diems, and, and, and they would cater for you, so you could have the food in the hotel, and sometimes um, they would they would pay for your hotel bill as well, you know. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, so, well, if they say to you, look, we can't supply you food today, just order what you want on room service. <laughs> Oh, I will. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. Take four plates of everything. I can't believe this is happening. Oh. Yeah. So, 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 but that's not to say that that was that, um, uh, you know, incident. That was that environment. Yeah. There are other environments when you're on substantially less. You know, when you're on a thousand, you're doing same venues, same same show, same same thing. Um, but you're not catered for when you're down. Yeah. But you know, you it's just different. You're not getting. You know, the days. You're not getting per diem every day, you're getting per diem on your day off. You might be getting, you're getting lunch, uh, you're getting per diem for lunch and dinner. So it would be, you know, £15 rather than £25 because uh, you're getting breakfast. So it's just, it's just a different way of being looked after. Also sharing rooms, bullshit like sharing rooms. Um, I don't mind the sharing rooms thing. Any, I'm all any cool. funny incidents, sharing oh, rooms? Oh, snoring. Snoring. <laughs> snoring. There's certain people that I will never, ever, ever, ever share a room with, yeah, because of snoring. Like, you should do that. You, should, you can't live your life lying, like, going around being like, oh, I'll share a room with you. No, fuck you. You <laughs> snore like a train. You keep me awake all night. Yeah. I've got a show tomorrow. Yeah, for five hours. Fucking hell. Yeah. Um, what was the chatting about? Talking about money. I asked you if... Uh, oh, 
you, you live rooms. like a rock star and yeah, no, sharing rooms. Sharing rooms. <laughs> right, this is my situation with sharing rooms in the industry. Now, this is a big one and it's a big bugbear. Right, I'm all for it. I'm like, sweet, yeah, let's save some money. Yeah, money's tight, let's save some money, let's share rooms. I was like, but you can't single out dancers to share rooms when no one else can. Oh, no, no, not them, no. Not the They're, band. No, not the band. No, no. Not, not a wardrobe, not makeup. No, not the crew. No. Um, it's funny you say that because obviously I was dance. I danced with Kylie last year. Yeah. And I experienced the same thing where the dancers shared rooms. And, like, Did they share rooms in Kylie? Yeah, we shared all rooms last year. But we never shared rooms. We shared rooms and the band had separate rooms. Mm. I mean, everything else we were looked after like complete amazing, mm. like drug royalty. Mm. She was fantastic and we were treated for, but that was the one where I was like, so I don't get my own bedroom. Yeah. But the musicians do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> so, what? I, I think it's, you know what, like I'm, like, I'm for saving money, but it has to, we're all in this together, we're all going to save money together, you can't just single me out to be like, no, you can save money because you're not so body conscious. No, how about you go fuck yourself, um, we do this together, you can't, you can't penalise people because they've got six packs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's bullshit. I'm all for it. I'm all for being family. Let's do this together. Let's let's save a bit of money, you know. Sometimes budgets are tight, but not just because of just because. Yeah. No, it's bullshit. Have you seen a decrease in how you're like how you're looked after within work within the industry, within working? Have you seen a a dramatic change or do you know what it, did you just think it was that like Kylie was the one thing where you were specifically looked after a lot more um, it's not that I've seen it's always been crap um, you know it's always been there's always been you know tight budgets um, on things um, and you know the thing about Kylie is Kylie isn't a new artist no her team isn't a new team this has been running for, for years this is you know when people bought music the team's been running so how many artists you work with that have been running a certain way for so many years. Oh, no. It doesn't happen, they're all new. So new come with, with new plans and, and, and new ideas and new ways of saving money. Um, and, and Kylie wasn't, didn't have that, so it was just refreshing. Yeah. You know, and that's not to say that it was completely old school, because back in the day you'd get paid £800 a day for doing a video shoot. And no. I spent my whole career not doing them because they were horrific. Um, experiences for no money. Yeah, I was. I would never do a, a video. I think I've done two in my whole career. I can't stand them. Yeah, it's disgusting. Not gonna because there's always a situation with doing a video where you have to. Then they always want to run over. They never get the shots done. They always run over and they always want you to stay for no money or twenty quid. Uh, and then when you're staying, now you've missed your transport home. Tube not running. So now they're talking about trying to get you all to somewhere where you can get a night bus all in a bus together and it's like no fuck you I'm not going to spend three hours trying to get home when it should take me 45 minutes yeah put me in a cab because you, you yeah exactly because I'm doing this whole day for fucking 12 pounds an hour piss off so speaking of money you put up one of the best Facebook statuses I've <laughs> ever seen in my life really um, oh, I, I think so it was last upset. year I'm so upset. yeah I was, was so upset year? I was just give us a little so you know exactly what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I was just, I was just like, do you know what? This is, it's, it's... Explain to the listeners, because right. they obviously won't have seen it. Right, so... Unless this, they're your friends. So, so, <laughs> so what, what I said was, um, we, we've come in... Right, I started working in this industry in um, 2003 with Kylie, and I got um, a letter from EMI, her record label at the time, um, saying, these are our new dancer rates. <laughs> 
Um, these are our new dancer rates. They were £150 uh, for rehearsal and £250 for performance. That was their flat right, rate and they wanted us to sign that new agreement. Now these rates had come down from higher rates that they had before because the people were now not buying as much music and they were streamlining. So they were like, look, this is it, these are new dancers, this is it. It's no more than this. So we were like, sweet, we didn't know any bet this was our first gig. Um, now, the rates, the sort of dancers, they're called dancer standard rates is what yeah. people refer them to. They are 150 and 250. We're now in 2018. Are they still 150 and 250? If you're lucky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, right, this is this is no good for us. I was like, everything is like my rent's gone up, my travel's gone up, my food's gone up, everything goes up. There's there's something called inflation, guys. <laughs> and things go up. So our 150 and 250 uh, 150 and 250 uh, at today's prices, I sort of did a, a an inflation calculator and sort of I can't remember what it, what it was, but our our performance fee is now probably like I think it was like 175 pounds or something. That's what it'd be the equivalent of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it, yeah, what it is now, and and really, what what with inflation going the other way, going what it should be, we we should be earning I think like 400 pounds or something for a performance, and around about two 200 and something for a rehearsal. So to, and, to make that simpler for listeners, if they yeah. don't understand that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> although he's dyslexic, he's quite intelligent. Um, so the dancer rates in 2003 were 250 <laughs> for a show day and 150 for a rehearsal. Yeah. We're now in 2018 where yeah. a can of Coca-Cola does no longer cost 52p like yeah. it did then. It costs £1.10, but we still earn the same. Yeah. So life value and prices have gone up, like travel, housing, just inflation within the value of money mm. has gone up. Yeah, we earn the same. Yeah, it's a, it's a simple kind of thing. It's like you, you can't have a, a standard rate as a as a, as any uh, industry um, without it changing um, each year. And and I propose that that what we need to do is not not fight for um, you know for I don't know agencies to all come together and decide. We need to all come together and say right, this is it now, two thousand eighteen, um, and it needs to change. With inflation, if inflation goes up to 5%, it goes to 5%. If it goes down to half a percent, it goes to half a percent. But it needs to move in line with the Bank of England base rate um, or close to it, like everything else. Um, and then um, dancer's value stays the same. And right now, dancer's value has just been going down for like a decade and a yeah, half. 15 yeah, years, yeah. Easy. Yeah, and, and it's, I don't know, I honestly don't know how young dancers survive these days. Well, to be honest, I think, well, I think that's exactly correct. They survive. Like, I don't think they make a living. I wouldn't say people make a living from dance anymore. I think people survive from dance. Yeah. Um, like, what would, like, a, a, a well-established dancer who works a lot or is mm -hmm. a, a full-time dancer probably makes it the lucky £30,000 a year. Mm. Like, that's probably a good living for a dancer mm. who does a lot. Whereas on the grand scheme of things, you're a manager of McDonald's. Mm. Like, and there's nothing against that, but compared to what it used to be, mm. you know, the, it's ridiculous. Mm. That, that, would, that would never, that doesn't even buy you a house now. Oh, you, like, <laughs> yeah, the, the, like, like dancers these days, there's not, right, this isn't to say that the, there's, a, there's a handful of dancers that are going to do very well. You know, there's yeah. a, a, a lucky, talented, nice 
great people to work with that are going to do very well. And when I say very well, I don't mean um, I don't mean higher tax bracket. I mean like they can live. They can live they can in live London. Comfortably. They can. They can. If there's something they want, they can buy it. Um, that you know, if they want, they can have something flashy like a nice car. But that's going to break their bank. You know, they're not going to be able to like. But save money to buy a house, unless living like poverty to try and save, save, to try save, and save, save, save. Yeah, like, and you know, like a, a good dancer, not even dancer, because really this is, you need a commercial, you need to book in a commercial where you're at in 10, 15, 20, 50,000 pounds, you know, to, uh, to be able to do something substantial. So a good dancer is going to be looking at what, like 45 to, £65,000 in a year and that is fucking insane oh, for a dancer as a that dancer. is insane and you're not going to be doing that every year it's not like you're not going to build that and sustain that that's going to be no, like, it's going to be a one off that's going to be you're going to get roped by the tax man yeah. <laughs> you're not going to see any of your savings no. <laughs> yeah yeah like that's that's and that's the handful of people within an industry and you think about the amount of dance that's on TV and dance how big dance is now like I don't know what, what the figures are for colleges but I would I would imagine that their intakes doubled or not tripled oh, over the easily. past 15 years um, so you've got all of those people all of those extra people you know for sure not all of them are going to be amazing but um, you know, you're going to have the same sort of proportion percentage of them that are going to go in and be fantastic. So you've got all of this extra competition in an industry that's paying you literally where your money is worth almost half what it, what it used to be. And I think that also contributes to why we don't learn as much now, because there's always someone willing to accept a lower, oh, sure. a lower fee yeah. Yeah. or do it for experience. Yeah. And, you know, every, I know so many people that have been in that bracket and they, yeah. it's just I think they, they're not educated and they know mm. no different mm. because the people above them are going you should do this yeah mm. take it mm. you know if I think back to being 17, 18 if you'd offered me 50 quid to go and dance on X Factor I'd have said yes if the opportunity was there mm. because I knew no different oh absolutely you but now as and you know and there's no I'm not I would never give a dancer a, a young dancer an inexperienced dancer a hard time for thinking that it's okay because unless you know otherwise you need to get to know, seen. But, and, and but you need to be... Yeah. Then this needs to be taught and this needs yeah. to be delivered to the young dancers. Yeah. I mean, my, my advice for a young dancer is go take class, be involved in the social scene, do what you can, go to the pub afterwards, hang out, spit like like network in a way, meet people, you know. And learn like, the, the conduct. Yeah, and just yeah, and just <laughs> and just jam with people. You know, don't do it on the hope that you know you might get a job. Just do it because you're. These are fun people to be around, and everyone's grafting. Like, do it for that reason. But those people that you're having a drink with and you're messing around with will be there for the rest of time that you're in the industry. Those are those will be your your people and your faces. There'll be other people, other new people, but they will think of you when they get opportunity. Yeah, so as opposed to you having to do something because it might be the only something. Like, well, doing something because you feel like you all feel like you deserve it because you're the best guy, you know, because you're the best one there. You know, that doesn't mean shit. Like, I've been in auditions where I've been like, fucking, I nailed this, thinking that was important. It's not important. No. It's not important to go into audition and nail it. What's important is is nailing it and seeing that you've nailed it and then going, okay, cool. Uh, I, I didn't get this one, but they will remember me. Yeah. 
and and you will you might get the next one because well, you just weren't right for that situation because they didn't want to take a risk. They might need three guys, and they had the three guys already. They were doing a bullshit casting for the client. They don't want to take a risk of you know when you've got three mates on a job, just putting in a new guy because he's good. It's just gonna be a weird energy. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, that's, that's I think it's good for people to hear that because I would never have known that until obviously. You put it on Facebook about the the rates changing, well, yeah. not changing. Well, I, well, I've been in it longer than most people, so um, so I was like, I felt like I had something to say. The um, this is what I think is actually wrong <laughs> with the industry, and this is what I think is is the problem: is we have no governing body. Well, we have we have equity, but I feel like it does nothing. <laughs> no, 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 we don't. We don't even have equity. We, it's we just don't, like a word. We, we don't have <laughs> no, no. We actually don't have right. So we don't have any governing body of of dance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So we do have equity, but that doesn't do what we want it to do. So what we need is we need a right. This is our problem, um, and it's not it's not that um, problem is agencies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's our problem. But that's not to say that agencies are bad. Agencies are just doing their thing. And they're doing their thing in the best way that they can. And the best way they can means to make money. Yeah. Yeah, so they're making money. That's what they're doing. They're they're business savvy, they're smart, and they're making good money. The agencies are making good money. And they're working hard at finding new ways to make good money. And they're working really fucking hard. And they've got a whole team of people to choose from. But we, they aren't working for us. They're working for choreographers. Mm-hmm. And we, we're like dancers of the pawns. So the system's kind of wrong. All the time that an agency represents a choreographer and also represents a dance, dancer, you have a conflict of interests. Yeah. Because your work, your, it's like you're buying a house. For, you're yeah. working for the choreographer, but the it's choreographers. Like, yeah, it's like buying a house from, from someone who... From the same estate agent that's selling yeah. your like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I don't know if that's the right analogy, but it's it's a conflict of interest. Um, so what what we don't have, and people might find this weird to find out, is we don't have any governing body of agencies. We there is to have an agency, a dance agency, in this license in this um, country, as as far as I believe, we don't need to have an agency license. There's no um, code of uh, practice. There's no qualification. There's, there's no course. There's no. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's I'm just be an agent. Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no set rules to say right. You're an agent now. You need to abide by these rules. You can do whatever you want. You can charge ninety nine point nine percent commission. You can. I mean, yeah. you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't. But you could. Uh, and there's no way of. Um, uh, you know, so people just make stuff up. People just, well, this is what I want to do. And uh, right, so I'm a, I'm an agent, and I go, right, cool. I'm going to charge X amount commission off the dancers. Cool, and I'm taking that right, and I'm doing good. Everything's going good. So now it's like, well, actually, I've had a good year last year. I'm going to have to be VAT registered. So now I'm going to do X amount um, commission plus VAT. So that's plus twenty percent on top. So and now, cool, everything's going really good now because I'm earning more money. Um, so it's like right cool and then next year good and then the next year let's just say you have a bad year don't earn as much money you're like well I've still got all the bills just bought this new building new office new this new car new mortgage um, that dress was expensive I've got a terrible habit I need to get some more money well I know so I'm charging X plus VAT I'm going to do 
I'm going to put that X up to Y. I'm going to charge one. I'm going to charge a bit more now. You know, mm-hmm. sorry about doing algebra. Yeah. <laughs> um, and now I'm going to charge a bit more. So now I'm doing more plus the VAT is a bit more. Right, they go, now I'm good. I was like, well, that's kind of cool. And now I'm happy there. So now, so slowly but surely, when I started, um, it, it, people took 10%. And that was a given. You took 10%. And then, and then some agencies were like, oh, we're 125 and then, so I'm a new agency now, and I see them at 12.5, and I'm like, well, they charge 12.5, I'm, I'm going to charge 12.5. And then they go, oh, good year, VAT, and now 12, 15, 17, 20. Yeah, 20, 20, 20%, 20% yeah. It was 20% off of your 250 pounds, which hasn't gone up in 15 years. Um, you <laughs> it's know, a lot of money. It's a lot of money, yeah, it's 50 quid, yeah. Yeah, well, I think, is that 20%, 50 quid? Yeah, it's 50 quid. It's 50 quid. I think it's like, 50, it's just, over, just under 50 quid that they're taking off. And you're like, wow, fuck this is, you know, a 12-hour day that I earn 200 pounds for. You're like, it's just... That's it's, it is horrific, yeah. So my, my um, back to my point, I can talk calmer, man. Uh, back to my point, which is what we need as an industry and what we, what we can't continue, I don't think, uh, without it changing is actually having a governing body that oversees agencies, have a code of practice for an agent, an agent gets a license that they pay for and that money goes into funding the governing body um, every year um, that they the commission's set and everything's set across the board it's a fair so everyone is equal it's a fair playing field yeah so every agent would charge the same commission yeah and yeah you can charge more for the job but it sets out minimums you know yeah you know that's like your minimum and the minimum is what you need not you know that's your like uh, what's it called um minimum wage, I suppose, for the level of, you know, performer that you're after. Um, yeah, so that people can not get abused. And the thing is, you have such a short lifespan as a dancer, really. At dancing, you know, you oh, are... Like, but if you're lucky, 30. Yeah, 30. Like, yeah. yeah, there aren't many there aren't many dancers dancing, like, with the young people past 30, really. You know, know, I feel like more guys than girls. Yeah. Because I feel like there's not as many guys yeah. to compete against. Yeah. There are obviously more now, but in the ratio to girls, it's a yeah. completely different yeah, story. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's not to say you can still string out a career at 35, but, you know, dancing alone, your body is saying no and your heart's probably saying no because. And your bank statement is probably saying <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, especially now. Like, like, literally, if I. Yeah. My. When I first started in the industry, I could, I was probably working just as much in the beginning as I was at the end, um, and I, the difference in what I could afford and the way I could live was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Those few amount of jobs that I got in the year, those few, you know, I would do like a week's worth of work, you know, a week where I didn't have anything, maybe one day, like, you know, I was working like really sparingly throughout the year, and I could get enough money to get by. Yeah. And now that would survive. No, no, now you're just in debt. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, you're just spending all your money. Yeah, and, and, and especially as you get older, the, the love's not there as much. Once you've done, for me personally, my experience was once you've done these things and you're with someone, it's their first time, they're, they're a virgin of going on and, you know, doing a live TV and you've done, you can't remember how many. It's not the same. No, you, you, you're not in the same head frame space. of mind. Yeah, you know? and it's a bit, not irritating, because you should respect that, but it's a bit like you realise that you're you're maybe taking this away from someone that wants it a bit more than you. Yeah, yeah. Or we take it for granted, and we become we become accustomed to it. Mm. You know, it becomes normal life. 
Like if I think of people back home and the first time they saw me on TV, and still now, if they see me on TV, they're like, oh my God, you're on TV <laughs> yesterday. And you're like, cool. <laughs> but that first time you ever saw yourself on TV, you know, there's not yeah. a moment like it. You're like, yeah, yeah. look at me, yeah, I'm smiling. Nothing, <laughs> there's nothing better. And yeah. now you look at yourself and you go, oh, my hair looks shit. Oh, like, I, I like it. You like just it. absolutely grill yourself if you watch it. I don't want to watch it. it. And that's bad. When you stop wanting to watch it because you're like, fuck, I don't want to see how horrendous I look. <laughs> you realise that you, you're, maybe you, you need to... Look for something new. Something new Speaking yeah. of looking for something new, you have looked. For, you have, well, you found something new. Um, Last time I saw you before today, yeah. you were training to be a stuntman. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you know what? When you go and do these things, I think most people um, keep them quiet and don't tell anyone that that's what you're doing. Do you know what I mean? In case you fail. And I thought, fuck it, no, I'm just going to tell everyone and then hopefully that'll keep me going. You can't fail. <laughs> yeah, because it would be look, like, like, too, you're a dick. like too much of <laughs> a loser, yeah. So I was like, right, cool. So how, so you um, were, how old were you when you started training to be a stuntman? Uh, you sound like a douchebag. <laughs> no, um, I know. <laughs> stuntman. But, it, but it's, it's interesting because, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you say to most people, yeah. you know, I've had yeah. a very successful dance career and I'm training to be a stuntman, people yeah. go, what? <laughs> yeah. You want to start something new again? <laughs> yeah, <let> <laughs> Let it go, Elsa. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, you're in the Premier League of what you do, and you want to start a new sport at the beginning. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I thought. Do you know what? I, it's something that I always thought that um, I would have liked to have done as a career. Um, uh, it's very similar. Doing a fight is very similar. Is part of the. Yeah, it is. As in, um, as a coordinated fight as a stuntman, yeah. not fighting in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so doing right. This is the this is the thing, and, and a lot of people don't. Anyone that is a stuntman knows this, um, and anyone that is a stunt coordinator knows this. It's a you. It is a dance, um, and you. If it's if you don't see it as a dance, say you have some dude that's ex-military, um, and he's you know, <laughs> he's used to like shutting people down and killing them, which is great. It's going to look great for one take. But, you know, there's only so much you can take those big blows off, um, you know, someone that's military trained before you go, we can't do this anymore because I need to go to A&E. Um, so it needs to be a dance and, and, you know, that's how you can push 20 takes out for, for the same thing. Um, and as soon as you see it as you're killing people, you, people are going to get hurt. And so what, to anyone. What's, what, what does it require for you to become a stuntman? Like so, what's, so, your, so, what's your journey of it? Right, yeah. So, so, what, so I started this, what, a couple of years ago. So a friend of mine was like, hey, you know, he was the same age as me. He went to, went to Brit school together. Um, and uh, he was like, look, I'm training for a stuntman. You should do it as well. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, right then. Yeah, that sure. So he sort of set me up and he's like, you should join this, um, there's this thing online called British Action Academy. It's like, you should, you should, um, they do like uh, courses and show you how, what screen acting is. So I signed up for one of those and I applied to a, a dance charity. So you know about DCD? No. So dance, you don't? No. Oh, mate, this is the best thing ever. So DCD is Dancers Career Development. Right? Okay. This is, this is the best thing. Ever. So um, this is a charity um, set up by dancers, ex-dancers, people in, in, in theatre, performing arts, um, which funds dancers in the industry to change career. Oh, wow. So I applied for them. So I set up, right, so it cost me to do these courses with the British Action Academy, so it cost me, um, it was like £1,500 um, to do uh, four, four parts of it and then a final exam. Um, 
and I applied to them. They want to hear your journey. They want to hear what you, why you want to do it. They want to hear what your past has been. Uh, and then you wait to hear back. And they funded me the whole thing. Now, I, I think that's unheard of. Well, I don't know anyone that's got all of it before. So they funded me all of it, and they're like, we support you. Uh, go and do it. So I phoned them up, and I was like, look, I've got this money. I need to have a bank account to put it in, because I'm going to do the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, and I went and did it, and it was just nuts. It's like three-day intensive but for each phase. And, um, yeah, and it was just, uh, it really, for each one, I was like, right, this is, this is me. Like, this is who I am. I can do this, you yeah. know. Fighting, being angry, very similar to dancing. Yeah. <laughs> stage. Yeah, set, like, I, set, yeah set. Like, I can tap into anger very well, so it's kind of um, uh, really easy for me to be menacing and, and scary and pick up a, a weapon and, you know, pretend that I'm yeah. a, a gladiator or something. It's, it's really quite natural so it was, it was three days just for the fighting part it was three days so, you, so the course um, goes like this so you you first warrior stage is the basics you learn five i think five or four or five different characters and you know they're like medieval knights you have different weapon systems and then you um, learn um uh, pyra um thug um Gladiator and Hoplite Greek. Nice. <laughs> Hoplite Greek. So just basically different characters, they have different ways of moving and they have different weapons that okay. they use and different techniques. So you learn all these and basically you build them up. Phase one, phase two, phase three. Phase three, you have to go through and nail them all. Like, uh -huh. like perfect. Like a so it's good, just like choreography. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's like learning yeah. the yeah. style of Lots dance. of screaming, lots of fighting, lots of um, getting hit by other people with metal swords. It's awesome, you know. It, it, it sort of, Almost, you know, that like reenactment, reenactment people that do like, you know, the 1066 battle, you know, like yeah. geek people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's sort of a bit, a yeah. bit like that, yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, oh, it feels good, but man, we must have like dicks. Man. <laughs> man. This new place, I've never had sex before. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, and then the last part, you do you five new characters and you have to nail them all in one go. Anyway. Um, I did one, two, three pretty quickly. I couldn't do four because of some work. Uh, and then I had to wait a year till the next four. I went in and did it. So I went uh, and I passed. So I'm now completed the course, all good. Uh, and that really sort of... You're a qualified time. fighter. Yeah. I, do you know what? It, what it means is it means if I go on... It doesn't actually mean anything for my stunt register, unfortunately. Um, uh, but it means if I get an audition, um, I'm probably going to get the job. Awesome. Because I know how to do it. And I've seen you've been doing a lot of, uh, since you started this gymnastics training. Yeah, so, 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 um, uh, so to be a stuntman right now, it's changing, uh, but for, for the next sort of six, seven months, um, it still goes like this. You have to have six disciplines. One of them has to be a martial art. Tai Chi is not allowed. Mm -hmm. And you have to be a black belt. No, you're down, you have to be one below a black belt. Mm -hmm. It's changed into black belt. This is a black belt. You have to be a black belt in one of these disciplines. I'm doing Taekwondo. Taekwondo is Korean and it's basically all kicks. Mm -hmm. um, really, really good fun. Yeah. Really like, um, like fighting, um, martial art, very similar to ballet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like really similar. Yeah, same work ethic. Yeah, heart. Train hard, working on balance, working on flexibility, um, working on control, um, you know, working on isolating the muscles, not using too much of the wrong thing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's 
as close to another discipline as doing ballet as I could. Um, yeah, so to so that, so you've got martial art, and then you've got about another, I'm going to say, 10 different things to choose from, mm -hmm. um, and you have to choose another five out of that. So I've gone for scuba diving, um, uh, where you have to be a dive master, um, I have to be um, high diving. There's 11 dives off a 10-meter board. Oh, wow. That's all it is, 11 dives off Still quite high. Board. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, eleven times. But yeah, yeah, it's yeah, high. Yeah. One yeah. times enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that they say that that's the one that, that messes with your head. Yeah, yeah. And See, is it just regular dives, or you you got to be like Tom Daly and where it's no, going no, God, God, no, 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 just pulling them down casually at the time. Yeah. yeah, no, you don't have to, do it. and it's nothing like anything you'll see at the Olympics. That you know, it would be. Essentially, it'll be like elementary dives off the ten meter okay. board. You know, front tuck, back tuck, uh, reverse high dive running you know like quite basic yeah the, the the real the real one that people will struggle with is the what you know the one when they do it and you're like you're going to smash your head yeah off that board yeah that one but no like triple tuck or no. anything it's just that you know try not to hit it like the dude in the john smith advert. yeah <laughs> don't die yeah yeah exactly because you yeah you really hurt yourself so um diving trampolining um there's a bunch of things in there gymnastics we're doing gymnastics uh rock climbing that's so all kinds of awesome um, and yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, I feel like there might be another one. No, I can't think right now. Um, yeah, so I think that might be my six. Mm -hmm. And how close do you to uh, completing it? Well, I want to do, I'm aiming for all six to be done by October. And we're in March now. I don't have any. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I've been doing it for two years. Um, <laughs> Are you close to finishing all of them? I'm close to finishing four. Which is good. I'm pretty close to finishing four. Well, I'm close to finishing, I'm going to put in for my gymnastics end of this month um, exam. Uh, and I'm going to be having some private lessons. I'm really going this year. I took six months out last year because uh, Ophelia was just born, so I've got a little nine month old baby. So I took six months out and just said, look, me just trying to heal my shoulder. Uh, and see if to you know be a dad yeah be a dad see you know don't miss my daughter because I like had to I was leaving the house every day so I was training six days a week um, so I did that my shoulder didn't get any better and I thought right it's a new year um, I've, I've got to go for this now so um, so yeah I'm back into it um, so yeah gymnastics end of the month um, I'm really close to finishing my scuba I'm just waiting for the water to get a bit warmer because it's mm -hmm. unreasonable to ask people to go in with me to do some training stuff when it's that cold um so yeah effectively i can finish that in a couple of weekends um what else rock climbing rock climbing yeah rock climbing it's yeah. <laughs> it's cold right now so, so I'm doing, yeah, no, 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 it's, it's actually fine local um, leisure centers <laughs> yeah no i'm doing training like once a week it's good um but yeah like i'm starting like that'll be done by june i start mm -hmm. my official training for, for it and i just need to get like a bunch of climbs in and, and Theoretically, I should be good for that for June. Um, yeah. Um, Everything's expensive. That's the annoying thing. That's what I was going to yeah. say. It's like you're training. Yeah. I, like It's like you're going kind of to dance college all over again, oh. but you're funding it completely yeah. yourself. Yeah, yeah. Individually, yeah. as opposed to going to one building to do yeah. everything. It, it, you know what? Like anything, it's easy when you're motivated, because you're motivated. But if, you, if something happens, like I went the other day to... Uh, uh, martial art the um, taekwondo and it was shut and I was like oh that's really fucked me up so I was like oh cool so I went home and I didn't really know what to do so I just sort of did some training indoors but it's quite easy at that point to not 
and then lose your flow. Yeah. Like you need to have your rhythm, you need to know what you're doing. If you stop that, it's Could be some structure. Yeah, exactly. And then you and then it's hard to get started back up again because it's quite so oh, I actually quite enjoyed <laughs> sitting in. Yeah, exactly. Um, the difference of the life of a stuntman and a dancer is there a difference or is it similar? I don't like, know because I'm not a stuntman. Well, do you know Do you know anyone? Have you looked into um, if the money's better, if it's more right. sustainable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, right. I'd imagine um, it's just the same as being a dancer, you yeah. know? You're probably some fantastic, talented um, stuntmen and women out there that are getting no breaks, you know? Yeah. And they're pissed about it. And they're, trying to keep their head above the water but they're not getting anything um, and you know there's other people which are distinctly average that are going from job to job to job to job um, but you know I figured that I um, I did it once as a dancer and you can you, do it again you can't be afraid yeah and I, and I want it and I enjoy it and I know how to be uh, around people and, and I like to think that um, I, I'm okay to work with 100% I think and I you know, it's a big commitment as well. Like, obviously, like yeah. you said, you've just had a child. Yeah. You know, you've yeah. got a wife. You've yeah. got a family. Yeah. The, the, I mean, and, the, the, and you've gone, ah, that thing I'm really good at, I yeah. don't do it anymore. Yeah. Let's try something new. Yeah. How yeah. Were they supportive of that? Oh, my, my, my wife's insanely supportive. Yeah, she's so, so supportive. Yeah. And my little one um, hasn't spoken to me about her support <laughs> just yet. Um, but she smiles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well, she doesn't pee in my face. Well, you watch the dancers, so she's been through it. She understands. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, yeah, like, I, I, I mean, I, I'm probably doing something. I, you know, I figured that I'd missed this boat. I was coming back to this, what I was talking about earlier. I feel like I'd missed the boat, really, with this. Uh, and then I was doing some jobs, and I met some people, and they were getting on the red, doing this other course as well, the fighting course. Um, they were getting on the register in the 50s, you know. Wow. And I spoke to stunt coordinators, and they were like, "No, no, we've we've got guys. It's not the same. Like, if you're an actor, you need to have a stunt double who's your age. Yeah, or or at least close to it. Yeah. You know, um, if George Clooney's going to yeah. fall downstairs. Yeah. you need someone that's going to look George Clooney's age, <laughs> yeah, I guess, exactly. to fall downstairs. Yeah, yeah it, to some extent. Um, so I think what's what's great about the stunt world is I think it's probably a harder nut to crack, but there's so much more work. Yeah, there's movies, there's studios all over London, and there's there's film and TV being filmed constantly, mm -hmm. all the time. Like these jobs, some of these jobs, like a movie, it's like getting a tour. And imagine there being, in the UK, there being um, 10 tours. There's more than that. Yeah. You imagine there yeah. being 10 tours happening. Oh, you wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, you'd be every. all your yeah. mates would be laughing. Yeah. yeah, everyone would be like laughing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the people are saying that I'm speaking to, oh, you don't want to get on now, it's terrible, the, the industry's oversaturated, there's so many stunt performers. How many dancers are there, com like, in the UK Comparison right to now? jobs? Oh. No, no, but like, how many dancers do you reckon there are for commercial, want to be commercial dancers right now in the, in the London? Oh, I couldn't, I wouldn't even be able to guess. Yeah. I, like, I wouldn't, what, a college probably lets go of 500 a year? No, maybe, I, say, yeah. 150 a year. <laughs> What what college? Like each any, college, any each college. college. Yeah, it goes it goes. Yeah, probably. Let's I released a new hundred and fifty. Yeah, and how many colleges? There's probably like six, seven. It's got to be about eight. three thousand a year, right? Yeah, yeah. Like dancers, every year, yeah, every in. year. Come on, go. Let me do it. Yeah, let's exactly. have a go. Yeah, you know. Um, 
And for sure, there's, there's like, probably not that many people <laughs> being released every year. Is no, that? man. They're on on the, the British Stunt Register books, there's there's 500 people, just over 500 people. Oh, I've got more than that on my agency's website. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who are yeah, white yeah. <laughs> male dancers. Yeah, yeah. I've got one job. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like, and they're like, etc. I was like, those are the kind of numbers I could get down with. Yeah. Yeah, and, and obviously the money's better and they have a union and it's set and, and, and the, the way it works in the stunt world is you have your basic um, uh, and then you get paid, they call it an adjustment for doing a stunt. So, you know, your, your basic is for your general fighting. So if you're doing or like being pushed over or you know fighting and, and falling but if you're doing high falls there's an adjustment so and there's nothing set what that is is your stunt call and it says right this is the two thousand pound stunt who wants it me yeah, <laughs> he's like right oh, for a day's work yeah Kane, please. yeah exactly oh yeah yeah you you can quite easily be earning like oh like grand grand 1200 1500 a day ridiculous yeah and he was doing something like marvel yeah yeah, but that's, you know, it's the same as if, when you're not working, you're not earning anything, but you cannot earn a grand a day being a dancer. Awesome. So, well, hats off to you for being brave enough to go and try something new, and it's great that you found something that you want to try. Do you know what? If it doesn't work out, um, we, I've got all of these skills that I can go and teach, you yeah. know, um, you know, as well as dance, and um, our plan now is to go um, move out of London, uh, open a studio, and you know, and mm -hmm. teach and, and have a, a, a like a wellness practice. And mm -hmm. Claire's gonna hopefully, um, you know, zen them out, and I'm gonna break them down. <laughs> Good combination. <laughs> yeah, so it's gonna sort of mend them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna knock them over. So Destroy I, them again. I think that's that's always gonna be the backbone of our future, and then I'm going to be a qualified stuntman as well so hopefully you know i can get some work fighting and i i mean i love it like right this is the thing any of us dancers could be a stuntman well i guess we are i i'm hoping to, <laughs> i'm i'm oh yeah yeah, fully, yeah like, we're still getting paid the adjustment, get paid adjustment for <laughs> yeah so i'm hoping there's always I'm, that risk that i might fall off the yeah, stage I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping to 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 be the guy that paves the way for for the rest of us to come in i mean and yeah. what a great Thing that would be and yeah. to want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm hoping. So I hope we don't let anyone down. <laughs> no, only yourself. <laughs> um, <laughs> not um, I always ask this: uh, your journey so far. Yeah. The most, what's your worst experience that you can think of? Like, do you have like a most embarrassing moment, or something where you're like, oh fuck, I can't believe that happened to me, or something where. You, you're like, oh, I dropped the ball on that one. Is there a moment where you're like, oh, oh my so God. So many things. So what, like, that happened that we, things so where you you're like, like... Where you fucked up or you're, it's embarrassing. Oh. I asked Adrian Gass's most embarrassing moment yeah. and he couldn't think of one. Yeah, no, they're, they're there. Do you know what? This isn't like colossal, but there's there's been so many things that have happened where I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. Um, there was, right, so there was this one time where I was doing a gig um, it was for Kylie, and we, it was, I can't remember, all the lovers song, and we were wearing like speedos, um, and like this top, and we, over the top we had these like ripped white denim shorts, and they had a Velcro down the sides, Velcro down the sides, and they had like a little hook and eye thing, sort of, at the top. Yeah. Yeah, so, and I thought, look, I'm not going to mess around with this hook and eye, I'm going to unhook the hook and eye, just have the Velcro, and I'll rip them off, so halfway through the, um, number, we take our jeans off and show our 
Speedos underneath. Yeah. yeah, and we take our tops off and everyone's like kissing and hugging each other. I've got these big boots on. So we're doing this part of the number and I hug this dude, which is um, my wife's best mate, and I hug him, Jason, and boom, and I go around and I like hug Dennis here, and we're like writhing, trying not to touch each other, we're touching each other. And then and I take my top off, it's all good, and I take my trousers off, and I get one side off, and the other side just won't come off, and I think, okay, cool, fuck it, it's not coming off, why is it not coming off? And I take it down the whole leg, and I get to the boot, and then it's stuck on the boot, and I can't get it off, and then I go, and I have to hug someone else, and then I'm like, help me with the boot down there, that someone's down by my feet, she's because we're on like a cake tear thing. And I'm like, help me, and she's trying to get it undone from the boot, and she couldn't do it, and I was like, fuck, now me and Jason have to walk the whole catwalk with Kylie, bougie as fuck, doing full TV face. So this is like, <laughs> you know when your face kind of contorts so much because you're giving so much smize, yeah, yeah. You know, there's so much smoky eye happening. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whilst I've essentially got this like dead rabbit attached to my <laughs> boot that I'm slow walking down. Dragging. Sexy. Yeah, dragging. Like, next to Jason Vitale. Next to Jason Vitale, who's six one, and I'm, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm an honest 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> I said I was 5'10 for 15 years, I'm not, I'm lying, I'm lying, five, um, yeah, so it's, there's a bit of a height difference and Kylie's between us and I've got roadkill attached to my fucking leg. Uh, yeah, and then we finish the number and we, we, all, we both hug each other and Kylie and we fall to the floor and we die. You're like in a very dramatic way. Um, and then you just see me as a, the presenters saying, and you know, blah, 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 Kylie Minogue. And you see me in the back of the shot trying to pull this, like hopping, pulling this jean short denim thing of brilliant yeah yeah and that's one of them <laughs> well two uh, well, uh, my two most which is a coincidence one was with adrian and my other one is with you when we did um alan carr oh and i, <laughs> and I did we were battling one direction yeah 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 that was I, good and i did a backflip through the set yeah and jesse yeah. james like yeah okay I'm like, fuck off <laughs> that yeah. was quite horrific it was bad because as you hit as you hit it it was just like you hit a tray of drinks and, and it was like one went, went and then it was like clang 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 and then smash and then smash and then smash 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 the whole it was yeah it was just room, like that domino just effect. look at yeah, me whilst you on were, my hands and knees yeah going swallow me up swallow <laughs> me up Dying. right now yeah thinking Wait, is this a pre-record of life's fucking life thinking and one direction absolutely pissing themselves pointing at me yeah that cheese voice that was fun, I forgot about that yeah so my two most embarrassing one was with you and one was with Adrian and what was Adrian's one uh, a costume malfunction. Oh. I wore white socks instead of black, and I left my boots at the hotel that they told us that we should wear. Right. They're like, you have to wear these boots, and I had so many flips and freestyles in the show. I was like, I might fuck wearing boots. Right, yeah. So I purposely left them in the hotel and took black trainers. And during my freestyle, my black trainer came off, and I had all black on and a white sock, and I couldn't get my trainer back on. <laughs> so that was it. But the Alan Carr one was definitely my. You know, that's up there. That's up there, Well, yeah. purely because the whole nation saw it. Right, yeah. And yeah, well, totally now on the cool. plus side, I just think I made the show a bit funnier. Right, yeah. And thank God it was for Alan Carr and not Janet Jackson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be rough. Yeah, I'm sure there's loads more funny stories of bad stuff that happened, but that's the one that came to my mind. Wardrobe wins are always the best. Yeah. Because you can do absolutely nothing. Because you're, you're, do, you're doing a performance, and in, like behind your eyes, it's going, I can't believe this is fucking happening to yeah. me. <laughs> No one's looking at anyone but the three cunts walking down the catwalk, and I'm one of them. And I've got this shit stuck to my neck. Where's roadkill attached to me? Yeah. Epic. Mm -hmm. Well, mate, thank you so much no for being a guest. Sorry if you can't use any of that, because I waffle on like a No, we will use all of it, and it's good for people to hear 
just an insight to your Maybe you experience. can bleep out some of my language, because you said I could swear, and then I just won't, I won't for it. That's okay, look, we like it. Fuck, fuck, fuck. You can see why I want a swear box now for the house, because I really yeah. need to curb this with a little yeah. more. <laughs> child or <laughs> oh, what, Jamie Plymouth? <laughs> no, thank it's you very I much, It's because I get mate. passionate. And, uh, no worries. Hopefully, uh, we'll have a chat again soon. Yeah. When you uh, complete your stunt register, see how that goes. Thank you. Um, I'm sure you'll. Smash yeah, it. yeah. Well, like, right. If I'm by the end of the year, if I'm not on, then I fucked up. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we'll have you back I on. I messed and up. We'll yeah. Grill you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's fine. It's just that the rules are changing at the end. It is by November the rule complete changing? So, and we don't know what they are. So it might be that the things that I've been working on, the main one I've been working on, I've been working gymnastics for like solid a year and a half, and. Um, if they change that and they might change it, then I'm like, I've just spent all this time. Well, they go, gymnastics doesn't count anymore. No, <laughs> gymnastics will count, but they're probably going to make it more trick based, rather, you know, relevant yeah. to stunts rather than more. Um, Acrobat. No, it's like apparatus. You have to do. Um, pommel horse. <laughs> yeah, pommel. You've got to do pommel. Like everything is like high bar, um, rings. It's like gymnastics. Yes. You know. Whereas you think it's going to go more towards the tricks. Well, you think you'd have a cork in there or something. Yeah, you no. think you'd look like Spider-Man. Yeah, you think you'd have a trick, you know, something you'd have some, like, flashy, like, tricking. No, there's none. No. Two cartwheels is in there. Well, you can do them. Yeah, I've got <laughs> I've seen them. They're good. I've got, do you know what? I'm troubling with handspring. I did a handspring the other day. I can't do anything forwards. Yeah. Whoa, forwards is scary. Really? The thought of landing on my ass scares me, whereas landing on my hands and feet, not so scary. Not so scary, yeah. Or on a set. Yeah, <laughs> you. I would have never have done that. You were so close to that, like whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, you can see finish. the fear in my face. Yeah, before you're it. like, this is tight because you. There's always, no matter how much you think up, there's always a bit back. No, <laughs> with a back tap. Yeah, thinking, Alan, you're in the wrong space. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, thank you, buddy. No worries. You're man. awesome. No worries. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please make sure you subscribe leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes, and also make sure you're following us on Instagram, at the ins and outs underscore. Thank you very much, and until next time, the ins and outs.